and she says, there's nothing wrong with protesters. And I said, that's the difference between you and me. I too, I see two racist motherfuckers that are going to burn in the deepest depths of hell, and you see protesters. protesters. That's, the, that's America. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean, she said that something. Daniel Martinez. With us today is John Miles, Shane Forster, Colby Peterson, and Oscar Mata. Our special guest, Oscar Mata. On today's uh, on today's show, Bishop's broke ass. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna be talking with the Kingslayer, Ogden's Almighty Kingslayer, Kingmaker, Kingmaker. Sorry, Kingmaker. <laughs> Game of Thrones is okay. coming up. Kingmaker. Uh, but first, Weber Democrats convention. Convention. And the Orton McKay dinner. This weekend. Yeah, just barely. Yeah. Let's Me, Oscar, and Colby, we've been hanging out a bunch. Great time. Oh. Yeah, so yeah, you guys have been... Yeah. We all went to dinner lunch, Friday. Right? Yeah, like all weekend, basically. Talk, heard from Ben McAdams. Did either of you guys get to talk to Ben McAdams? Yeah, because remember, I, I told you bit. I had that gift for him. And then, I, oh. and then afterwards, I was... Yeah, you lost... Yeah, yeah, he, he missed him. So That's too bad. I'm gonna. I'm probably going to drive down to his place and uh, give it to him. Just to his house? <laughs> no, no. It's all to his office. Well, what I bought him was, I'm sure he's not going to listen to this. So. Oh, he is? No, he's not. Oh, Ben so, listens. He did plug his own podcast yeah. at the dinner. I was going to mention oh, that. Washington. Washington. It sounds cool. Yeah. Oh. It's like, uh, it's comparing Whatever. local politics to federal politics. Yeah. Oh, man, where would he get that idea from? I wonder. Ah. <laughs> that is it's exactly sort of like, Remember, like, hey, he's the enemy now. <laughs> <laughs> You guys remember? Have you ever seen the uh, Metallica behind the music? Yeah. Where oh, yeah. like where they get interviewed? So after the Black album came out, then Spinal Tap like interviews them like, uh-huh. where did the idea come from for a, an all black album? <laughs> That's exactly what Ben McAdams just did to us. We were the ones for us. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, so, so how was Ben? He he was good. I mean, he he talked a lot about you know reaching across the aisle. You know that was like one of his big things that you know uh-huh. he worked in county government and when he worked in the state legislature as a state senator. That was kind of how things got done, and he watched, you know, mentors and other folks work in that way, and that's how things got done at the state level. Well, yeah, he would say that, like, you get together and you have those arguments, and it's heated, but then after you're still going out to dinner with each other and being civil and knowing that you have to work together, and he was kind of saying he doesn't get a lot of that in the, you know, in Congress. Oh, I'm sure, right? Like, they probably can't even be seen together. Fractured, yeah. Well, probably well and too. not even just uh, Ben with the other party, but even within his own party. Yeah, he talked right. about that, right? He talked about how he his desk He's on is a right committee with AOCs, yeah. With Ocasio-Cortez, oh. yeah. Yep, yep. So <laughs> he talked about. <laughs> it, it was funny because he mentions her name and people start clapping. He's just yeah. like, yeah, she's really popular. We don't agree on a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, we really don't. No. It's weird sometimes I'll be reading the uh, Salt Lake Tribune and it'll be like, Ben Ben McAdams breaks with uh, all the other Dems. Yeah, I'm always like, is this a good thing or is this a bad thing? You know what? Like, Ben's I, trying to so, get elected so, again. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's so yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure being here, right, and in the district that he's in, 
he's got to like walk that line. Oh yeah, he's got to represent the people. That's what he's trying to do. Uh, But you know what? So I got ten seconds to talk to him, and I just gushed like a little fangirl. Oh my god! I've talked to him before. Like we've we've done these dinners before and sat and talked. So we kind of know each other. But I was just like, you know what, man? I always tell people you're the epitome of a good politician. And he's like, oh, is that a good thing or a bad thing? And I was like, no, what you do is you take risks. You take the risks you can take. And that's just how I feel about the guy. That he will take a political hit if he can. But then he knows how to win a race. Like, like Operation Rio Grande, right? Right. It's a, yeah. You know, it's a great example. Put that out there. But. He, everyone. And he's like about to go into this. He's about to try to move into federal politics. But while he's doing that, he takes this big political hit by trying to take care of the homeless problem in downtown Salt Lake and actually succeeding really well at it. But you know, he took oh, a lot of flack for it. I have reservations. Well, I, I, I mean, me but, but I, I see. What well, you're, I see you're what right. Saying. I mean, maybe some of it could have been better, but I would not have guessed that you could clean up that Rio Grande area as quickly as you have. If you've gone down there yeah, lately, yeah, was, they're gone. I was down there. They it's walked nice arm in arm with bulldozers and flushed them out. Right. It was an awesome <laughs> sight. I was there that day. <laughs> an awesome <laughs> sight. <laughs> and I mean, it was like it was scary actually. Flashlight did it about five in the morning. Oh, that's not it cool. Was, do it in the they got him out. Or I mean, that was the After point. People got their buzz on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what else? Let them get high. They'll be happy. Uh, also, we're working on merch. Oh, right? yep. Right, right. We're so trying for that. We, we're yeah. We're, uh, Maybe there's some merch savior out there who like has this hookup and can make some shirts and mugs for us. Yeah, because like it's impossible to get t-shirts made in this freaking county. I yeah, swear. we're like pursuing a hundred leads, and they all I just. Feel like we're burning a lot of bridges with a lot of what we're saying on the show. We found, well, of, we found a lot of. Maybe it's because I found a lot of bad people. I mean, <laughs> yeah, people that like don't follow through, and you're like, "Hey, I will give you my money," and then yeah. they just like ghost you, and you're like, "So okay, yeah." If or you know somebody, or if you make yeah. merch, maybe you want to be our first sponsor. We'll mention we you every week. We want you to week. keep your guns too. If you make some stuff for us, you can also, keep your guns and make our shirts. Keep your guns and make our shirts. Also, <laughs> Kobe and I want to shout out to. Uh, the record-breaking numbers for Weber State. Our Go very Wildcats. Own Wildcats. Go Wildcats. Wildcats just had a great weekend this weekend. They did. I mean, Dame hit that 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 thirty-seven uh, foot shot what? to eliminate the Thunder. Oh man, is he playing for Weber State again? Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> or are you kidding me right now? Are you going, John? No. Just, you know Every what? time we try to bring up sports, John. John, John. So no, I was I was digging at you guys. So, is that a win for Weber State? It, it absolutely is. Sure. You know, he spoke at my graduation. He graduated senior. Anyway, oh. Uh, congrats to all the, the graduates out there. How um, many were there? What was 6, the record? Six thousand. It was record breaking. Yeah. Oh, nice. Six thousand over six thousand new Wildcats in the destruction. So. All right. Go. Congrats. Let's jump into uh, our national story. So it says here, Rob Bishop has raised no money in the past quarter. Um, Fueling speculation that he might be considering not running. Is he stealing it? So earlier this year, or earlier, um, I'm sorry, this last uh, past election cycle, Mm -hmm. he announced that he was going to retire. He was, this was his last hoorah as the, CD one right mm-hmm. rep. Um, so looking at the numbers, looks like he's he's not raising any money to run again. But mm. there's speculation, like John was saying. See, but I've heard this speculation every cycle. I don't think he's announced like that before, so maybe that's news. But I'm just always a little doubtful. You think he'll come back and be like, psych? Yeah. 
I'll take your money after. I'll go uh, ahead. Uh, what was I thinking? <laughs> well, he doesn't really take our money. He takes. Oh, yeah. Oh, he takes big oil. Yeah, that was what he was saying, too. Well, and Bishop Bishop doesn't necessarily raise a lot of money uh, what do you mean? Didn't at the he beginning. Raise, he, oh, at the beginning. No, I mean, Bishop probably raises under a million dollars and probably donates close um, to 60 to 65% of that to the uh, R the RNC, the National Party, right, to help get help other candidates, you know, people like don't live in Utah, you know, the Republican that will be running against Ben, yeah. to get he them elected. The no, I mean Peter Clemens outraised him in the quarter, the first quarter of the twenty uh, of the twenty fourteen election, and um, I think Peter had raised sixty thousand that quarter. Yeah. So I don't think uh, yeah. that's very indicative of what his future plans are. Right. Well, and so, I mean, I was, I looked up, he, he made, he raised like 380,000 last cycle. Is that not that big a number? No. I, I mean, uh, Jim Matheson in his 2012 campaign, so his final campaign against Mia Love, that he ended up winning, um, Matheson raised $5 million. Oh, wow. I was going to say, because in that same in article. Order? No, no, no. Sorry. No, that's no, that's the, the whole cycle. Ooh, basically um, a year, but then. you know, and that, that's a contested election, though. So yeah, I, I mean, Ben Ben McAdams raised over three hundred thousand this quarter. Yeah, exactly. That's what oh, it says in that yeah. exact article. Yeah, um, he raised like three hundred forty-two thousand in this quarter. Oh wow! Yeah, so, like like he said. So like Curtis, like does he raise a lot of money? Um, n- no, I mean he he may just to try to fend off a a primary. Because right. he's been primaried the last two times because he's seen as too moderate. But, no, I mean, what it typically is is, you know, you'll still get the lobbyists donating to those elected officials. But then the national parties tell them to, you know, give their dues and give it to the party so they can help uh, make a difference in some of these more, uh, competitive, yeah, more competitive battleground districts. Yeah. Interestingly, because so. in, that, in that article it talks about what Bishop did give in last year. And it was like only ten thousand bucks. I was surprised at that number, ten thousand. That's what he gave to other campaigns. To back to the to like he's saying to like the RNC, so mm-hmm. they could distribute it to other candidate candidates. But yeah, I, I thought, wow, so low, especially <laughs> in a race that you know he feels very safe in, right? I hate yeah. that he feels safe in that. Race. Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. everybody I hates hate that he feels safe. That he feels so safe in that race because I'm from that area and fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sick of him. Yeah, he's, he's good. Like I've met the guy. He's a nice guy, but he, I don't uh, think he's nice. No, no I've met a, him and he's, he's just been a straight a up nice. asshole to me. Yeah, I feel like he's really condescending. Like yeah. I've gone to his town halls. He, and for just, sure, he like to to certain people he's a dick. But yeah. to yeah. you, he's he was very. very but he really very liked nice. me. He knew you were from Fremont. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. He, we he were was out he was really nice to Lee Castillo too. Yeah, I heard they were both. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they said he was his favorite Democrat. <laughs> yeah, it, oh, for big love fest. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> a big love fest. <laughs> oh, yeah, so that's that was the worst well. debate ever. Oh man, I was so pumped for that. So yeah, let's talk about. Can we can we talk a minute for about uh, about potential challenges for a seat? Oh yeah, uh, I had so a few a people point. ask. That that was a big discussion this weekend. Is Hey, is anyone talking about running for this? Are you serious? Oh yeah. Oh, you're, on, no on the way. Democrat side. 
On the Democrat side. Oh, okay. Oh, so at convention, people were throwing around ideas of running yeah. for CD1? Yeah. Interesting. That Any, wasn't much. Anybody, like any takers, there anybody was who was much. like saying, hey, I... No, there was not much. Is there anybody? I've got, I've got a friend. Uh, I'll say his name. He doesn't give a shit. My buddy, Ryan Comby, he tried to run like six years ago, and he's thought about other things since then, but if, if Bishop wasn't running and so Comby thought that he might have more of a chance to really make that election about what he wanted to, he might do it. It's probably a long shot. Yeah. But that's really it. I mean, no, nobody yeah. else is really I mean, I, around. I've heard the name, uh, Peter, uh, Peter Metcalf. Oh, that um, was, yeah. Who yeah. is, uh, what's the company he owns or owned? Uh, Black Diamond. That's oh, his, right, his right, company. Right. Yes. has a lot of money. Yep. Very well known with the outdoor industry. So he lives groups. in Park City probably. Yep. yep. Yeah, lives okay. in, uh, Park City. That's the that was the one that somebody that's a name that I've heard mm-hmm. that I think has an actual you know could run a real campaign. That'd be interesting. Uh, it's just uh, yeah, it's, it's tough. tough. What about Republicans? Tough. Republicans? <laughs> it's tough. There's just so much ground to gain in that race that it's hard to get enthusiastic. Honestly, it's like hard to get enthusiastic about a first time candidate because they really need to build momentum. Anybody who's starting off for this cycle is just not going to be able to gain what they need to now you know so you think four years from now or the second election i mean yeah if somebody was to i think whoever runs in that seat needs to look at it like a four-year thing to go after the hard thing though is that the goalposts are going to move you know yeah. because you're going to get new census numbers those lines are going to be redrawn yeah, yeah it's going to be a di- so, it could be a different district yeah so it's going to be somewhat different right like i'm sure that there will be core pieces of it that remain the same Right. But right. It's always been it's northern be Utah, but it used to have some Salt Lake in it. Yeah. Yep. I would think there'd be a huge Trump bump. So I mean not maybe not up to win, but yeah. this election, I feel like you'd get a lot more. It's not basically out. no Trump bump. I feel like C D won. If you combine the independent candidate with the Democratic candidate, they got what a lot of Democratic candidates get in normal years. So there wasn't really any change. Right. Like I said, just the, the vote on the left got split because of the United Utah candidate right. plus the normal Democratic candidate. Yeah. And that's, that, that's what, like, boggles my mind because shouldn't the United Utah candidate have taken more from the Republican? Well, that's what they thought they were going to do, but that's not ever how it works. Republicans fall in line all the time. Right. They just do what they're supposed to and support their guy. Mm. That makes it hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty shitty. <laughs> yeah, how how does Park City vote? Uh, Summit County is a, a very blue county. They actually have right. their entire uh, county elected officials are all Democrat. Um, the only Republicans that represent Summit County are state House members and state senators, and that's because they're also lumped in with like Wasatch. You went to Duchesne County. Morgan County as well. Well, or like, you know, we've talked about Allen Christensen, right? Alan yeah. Christensen right here in Weaver County. That Senate district stretches all the way down to Summit County. And yeah. so it's a mess. Yeah. It is a mess. Hey, speaking of Christensen, he's up for re-election next year. Sure is. So. Shane's <laughs> running. Shane, you're going to run? You don't live in that district. I do. You, he does. You live in 19? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, I went and sent my kids to his... Uh, 
children's dentistry or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> because that was I mean, your children? Well, yeah, he does hate your children. I mean, he comes out with he's going to take your insurance away for kids that could go to it. Yeah. But, I mean, that's just one thing. But I, I would boo him at a grocery store. <laughs> yes. Oh man. You know, in fact, we shared. A I heard he. I heard he has personalized plates. Is that right? That's true. Yes, yeah. Wow. So, so the other day, um, we posted a photo on our social yeah, media. Yeah. Or like right. he, he yeah. Had, yeah, he had parked like a jerk, and it says I can't remember what his thing, but it, it's like clear. it says SD nineteen. SD nineteen. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so yeah, so he had parked like a jerk, and so this lady couldn't get to her jeep. And uh, somebody took a snap to photo and was like, come on, man, like, what the freak? <laughs> and I guess he had to come back out and move his truck so that she could get to her vehicle and leave the grocery store. So uh, there you go. Does he shop at my Smith's? I don't know. Mm. I think it was a, a Home Depot or a Lowe's is where uh, he was no, parked was at. Deal. Yeah. I got, got home yeah, you got home improvement stuff you could do, John. Yep. Go meet him there. Let's just um, go to his dentist. Let's just hold sign-ups in front of his place of business. Yeah. It seems He's like gonna it be like... be easier to get a hold of our elected official, doesn't it? <laughs> I, I talked mean... to mine this year. I did you? Yeah, I talked to Kyle Anderson. I actually went down. Uh, Young Democrats did a day on the Hill, and uh, I was I was learning the ropes, right? I didn't know about, you know, the blue slips and all that stuff. I had no idea about any of that stuff. And, uh, yeah, so Kyle Anderson was there, and I had been emailing him about the... Uh, I think it was about... First time I emailed him about the um, the gravel pit thing, where the state was going to say that municipalities wouldn't have as much control over you know what they could designate gravel pits or something. I can't remember what the deal was, but it was like it was taking local control away, which I found really ironic. So I emailed him about it and kind of called the you know called on the whole you know, hey man, you say you're about this, but this, and he said, well, you know, I'm not really, I've, I've the the was it the League of Cities and Towns is that what it is yeah Kingmaker? yeah League of, he said that, he said the, the the League of Cities and Towns had endorsed this bill and so he was he was you know satisfied with that um, but yeah so I I talked to him but Alan Christensen and I did not reach out to yeah. I did not waste my breath <laughs> you were like nah yeah. you know what yeah, I'm gonna make a resolution here that I am going to hassle Alan Christensen as one of his as one of his constituents I'm gonna I'm gonna give him some calls. And give him some of this new John Miles attitude I've been working on. Yes. <laughs> I like John this new John Miles attitude. You know when you should do it? After drinking liberally. Oh. Yes. No. Nope. No. I got to be sober. We should get in an Uber and drive to his to house after drinking liberally. Yeah. Yeah. Next. After. There it is right When's there. the next one? Uh, I don't yeah, know. Show up with that. We're going to go heckle Christensen. It's usually the second Sunday of the month. I haven't mentioned that on here. I keep meaning to mention drinking liberally, second Sunday of the month. But in May, it is Mother's Day, so I'm going to move it. Yeah, thanks for that. So come like it on Facebook. Yeah. yeah, but So you always know when it is. Yeah, and it's at Ruby's Ogden, and they have it on their... They do? Yeah, they have it on their their page. Yeah, buddy. Oh, good. Yeah. And the guy who runs the place, Andy, was really good. He's like, yeah, we'd be happy to share that. Yeah. But... And hopefully, see so, folks. Hey, I just want to go back really quick. Sorry, can we go back to this? Nobody uh, runs here, and how Bishop feels safe. You know, I went to see Elizabeth Warren when she was here in Salt Lake. Yeah, and her story is great, by the way. Her story is. Uh, if you haven't heard of her, her story, or if you haven't heard of her, Shane, she's running for no, president of the United States. No, I've heard of her but, story. We're back in the Native American. She, like, uh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Connecticut, she was 17 points behind history. this guy 
It was a he was a great Republican candidate, and people told her the same thing you just said. You know what? You'll do great, but you won't win this this for first time. You have to go. Think of it as a four year thing. And I I feel like that's where we're just like, you know what? CD one's already locked up for Republicans. We probably should. It's it's like a six year plan. Just like that's that's the garbage that I'm like. I'm no, you're you're right. Up. Like well, I, that's I, the but, shit that I go. Why are we not? Yeah. Why? Why? Well, this is I that mean, phrase working. That's that's apples and oranges <laughs> though. I mean. She came from uh, uh, from Massachusetts, and I mean that was Ted Kennedy's you know long held seat, and the Republican kind of snuck in there because oh, it was it uh, was Scott Brown, right? yeah Scott Brown. Yeah, it was it. right before it was Party yeah it, well it was it was a special election and it was right before they voted for uh, for Obamacare, mm-hmm. so they kind of used the Obamacare stuff. The Democrat candidate was pretty weak, um, and so I mean Massachusetts is a really blue state and so the problem is is just up here it, you know northern utah just isn't i was going to say uh, also that, you know like she's behind 17 points any democrat in cd1 would love to be behind 17 <laughs> yeah, points yeah. man yeah, like dude 17 points true. like all right like this we got a game you know because we're talking 30 points 30 points 30 points yeah 30 points is that right <laughs> yes King, um, kingslayer is that 30 points? <laughs> well if you're at 35 it's 15 to 50 and then it's the other fifteen that they are up. You know I, mean, I mean, I mean the uh, a Democrat. Let me just ask you, I first, I first, I I, I I want the viewers to know I do not endorse the name, and <laughs> I, th- this was not, this is not a promotional name. I've yeah, uh, Kingmaker. It's on his business card. Yeah. I keep saying Slayer. Yeah. I got Game of Thrones so. on my mind. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I mean, if you're killing Bishop, can be a king. I mean. Mm. Let's, right? let's slay his ass. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I mean, no, no Democrat has broken thirty percent in congressional district one since Steve Olson ran in two thousand six, and that was a very blue it was a big year. year yeah, that's for back Democrats. when we still had state legislative. You know what they didn't have? Junction City podcast. That's that true. is true. Um, that's, that's, we should move on. Well, I got it. Yeah. So I want to keep me, talking local with him, but let me talk that. about. The fuck Siri? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. John so, just hates iPhone. Whatever. Get an get iPhone, her. John. Why? Get together, John. Get an iPhone. Anyway, go. Do Here's what I want to do. I want to tell you guys book. something about the Kingmaker because this is something a lot of people don't know. <laughs> but I remember the first day Oscar called me. I'm pretty sure he was like 19 years old. <laughs> And I'd never I heard of I, the I didn't even I didn't even have like facial hair at the time. Yeah, you don't now. That's why he's still he's still 19 years old to me. He just always will be. But anyways, he calls me up. I'd never heard of him before. I had been uh, party chair and and vice chair for like two years, and then I had these this kind of crew of people wanted to step in, so they took on the leadership, but then they all kind of stepped out, and so there were a bunch of people sort of clamoring to run for that county party chair position and i was really just not even too worried about it i'd kind of stepped away but oscar calls me up and he's like hey i don't know you but like do you want to be the county party chair and i was like i mean not really but like who's asking like why are you asking me he's like well basically i've heard of some people that are running and and i've just talked to everybody and they all say you should run and i'm like who have you talked to he's like i've talked to lou shirtliff and steve olson and ed allen he's basically just gone around on his own and talked to like, all of the basically the Democrats yeah, the who we were counting. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, 
oh, so you've got in. He's like, he's like, they're all on board with you. They all really just want you to come down and run. And they all say they'll show up. I'm like, oh, okay. So I basically show up. He, he, and so that's that's what Oscar does. It's what he's done ever since then. Is he just whips those damn votes yes. every time there's an election? Oscar studies everybody, decides who he wants to win, and then he just goes tells everybody to vote for him, and they win. Doesn't work necessarily so much in general elections, yeah. but within the Democratic <laughs> Party, oh yeah, Kingmaker makes kings. <clears throat> so, anyways, that's Oscar Mata. That's why he's. Uh, that's so we've known each other since then. We worked together very closely to try to build the county party, and then he stepped away, started M three Strategies. Uh, so, why don't you tell me about M three Strategies? You want to give him a little bit about what you do there? Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, so uh, so in twenty seventeen. John and I started talking about ways that we could help the party and how, um, you know, there's just not enough money resources that come up from the state party that our candidates desperately need uh, for us to pick up some seats here locally. And so I thought of, well, you know, I own a, you know, I own another business, so I know how to run a business fairly well. And I said, well, what if I opened up a political consulting firm? that offered those type of resources for, you know, kind of a low cost for our candidates, you know, paid canvassers, paid door knockers, uh, you know, campaign uh, consulting, digital ads, mailers. And that's what we, you know, that's what we ended up deciding that um, I would step down as the executive director and open up uh, M3. And it's been, uh, it's been pretty successful. We were able to get Lou Shirtliff elected Lou used m3 for everything with her campaign and we got her elected um and in fact we even got some uh, some republicans once i left the party i got to work with a bunch of uh, republicans on some bipartisan issues and i even had some of them come to me in 2018 and said hey you know we really don't have anything like this for us you know would you mind helping us out and they were you know moderate republicans or republicans that i thought well the democrats don't have a you know shot in hell so i'd much rather want the right republican in than kind of someone from the uh extremist side so that's what we've done with m3 and we're you know continuing to go strong all right so (laughs) hypothetically i'm running against steve walder right okay yeah okay so i need 200 50 votes, 220, uh, right? Two, 214 is 214. what I'm Okay. Yep. So I hire you. What do you uh, do for me? Well, um, we would be out knocking doors in areas that weren't necessarily hit uh, in in 2000, uh, 2018 by the Waldrop campaign or, uh, or Dina's campaign. Or right, um, you put together a list of to voters to target yeah you know so what what we're able to do is we're able to pull up a list of voters um that are that have a 50 percent or higher chance of showing up to vote specifically in the 2020 race and that stuff we get from um you know the way they spend their money the stuff they're posting on social media all that type of um outside stuff you're stalking voters basically that's aggregated but 
Somebody yeah. stocks them. I mean, yeah. right. there's those companies out there collecting all your data, and we're just buying okay. it. Yeah. If, if there's anybody still... You know Target knows when your wife is ovulating. Yeah. <laughs> really? Sure. They, yeah. They, if, right. if you've ever shopped there, that was like a, send me a text <laughs> message. <laughs> well, there was a story where, like, Target sent some girl, yes. some, some young girl, like, baby coupons and stuff, and the dad oh. was furious. Really? And was like, what the... Because, you know, they had... You know all of this, you Bought know, following stuff. Yeah. Well, like the, the way they got the info was the, the things that she was looking at on the website. Oh. Yeah. And so the dad was pissed, and oh, he was like what? threatening to sue and all this stuff. And they apologized. Well, guess what? Guess who was pregnant? She was pregnant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. And so it brought up a conversation about this exactly. So anyway. are you going after new voters? No, uh, most of it are you know previous voters. Um, okay. That, but you know we we can also see what voters are likely to. Uh, be willing to, you know, split their ticket. Right. Um, so you don't have a list of homes that aren't registered to vote. You're not going to knock it on their doors. No. Because, I mean, here's the thing. If people aren't registered to vote, there's probably a reason why. And so you can spend five to ten minutes kind of twisting their arm or really getting them to sign up to vote, and they'll say, fine, I'll sign up to vote. But then they won't vote. They won't vote. Yeah, you got you to handhold. I you, mean, you it's, you know, I, you know, there's some people that say, you know, we'd listen to, you know, register more voters, all these young kids. If they cared, they'd do it. Um, you know, if I'd much rather spend my time going after the person that I know is going to vote and has, you know, a they shot voted at in the voting. Past. Yeah, and has a shot of voting for you over Steve than trying to get, you know, three young kids to figure out why they should care about voting, let alone actually go out and spend the time to vote. And plus, I, one of one of the big things, like, I, I see the value in, like, registering voters ahead of time. Like, that's nice and that's great. Right. But we have same-day registration in Utah, man. Yeah. And so it's like, if they want to vote, they yeah. can show up day of and register and vote. Like, yeah, yeah. they can do that. people to register to vote is more of, like, an inspirational thing. you got to inspire somebody to, to register and be, and be active and vote, right? Because that's... Yeah. Now a lot of that falls on personal responsibility, right? If you're not, like you said, if they're not, if they're already not voting, man, trying to get somebody to vote. Yeah, first you've got to convince them yeah. to vote, then yeah. you've got to convince them to vote for you. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So, so, so it's 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 a two step process, right? No, I see what you're saying. Yeah. What do you uh, what do you guys do for like? So I understand that side, right? The mm-hmm. person that's um, just not voting because. They, you, you don't think that they want to vote, right? But mm-hmm. what about like, um, like uh, the Latino community here, right? Like, mm-hmm. is that a is that a big deal for M three? Do you guys like do like have Spanish speaking folks go out? Like, is it uh, do they even culture? vote? Yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, we uh, we do have paid campuses that go out mostly in inner city Ogden or certain parts in Roy where the Latino community is uh, uh is larger will will send people out there but uh the latino community really doesn't show up to vote in ogden or in weber county you know i always use uh i use luis lopez as the best example luis is on the ogden city council Another um, one of the never mind uh kingmaker uh, he's, uh, he's, he's actually running for another term this year but in 2015 i i ran his campaign uh, his first campaign and you know Luis is just a rock star in the in the Latino community he he's a real leader uh, in the Latino community and we you know started working together and coming up with a plan and I said okay 
you know, this is the number of doors we need to knock. And he said, okay, you know, I have friends that, you know, they, they want to see more, uh, more representation on the city council for, for Latinos. They will show up and they'll knock doors. They'll make phone calls. Uh, they never showed up. Um, and that led to myself and the unpaid intern knocking a lot of doors. Um, and, so, you know, I, I don't know what the equation is to get them out to vote, but um, it's, you know, if someone knows how, I'd, I'd love to find out. Uh, but, I was going to say, you guys sent uh, translators to the polling places in 2016, didn't you? Um, well, yeah. So in, in 2016, the lines were so long that we did. We sent out uh, people to be there mostly just for, you know, check in and kind of get the lines going through but yeah we did send uh two translators to the inner city ogden uh polling location the weber county center yeah so yeah we we do try stuff like that but um but yeah and you know it's some of those stories like Luis that i thought well you know there needs to be a company here that can offer paid canvassing so if someone you know doesn't have the you know resources or you know maybe you know their friends and family just aren't um you know, in tune to politics that they're not at a disadvantage. Well, that's really the first conversation you have with any potential candidate. It's like, so you need to be ready to call up all your friends and ask them for money and you need to be able to, or you need to be ready to go knock on everybody's doors and tell them that you're great. And those are the two things that most people, they're like, I really want to be a candidate, but I don't want to do those two things. And so then it's usually Oscar sitting down with them and saying, so those are the two things you're going to have to do. Yeah. But then if you really don't want to, you can have us have some people do them, but it's not going to be as effective as it would be if you did it. So I feel like that's a lot of your job sometimes is just telling those people they have to do that stuff they don't want to do. Yeah. What is it that you're saying when you knock on these doors? Like, what do you, what do you... So... Oh, hello, Oscar. If it's the candidate. Yeah. So we, we, we really, I always advise the candidates not to knock doors. It's not worth their time because they're going to knock on a door and get stuck talking to that person for 30 minutes to an hour. Right. So what we do is we send people out and we do what we call, uh, what we call deep, uh, deep canvassing. And that is, you know, so I always, I always use my brother as a perfect perfect example because he's not involved in politics well he says i'm involved enough for the both of us and he just hates it <laughs> so you know i you know so what a volunteer would do is they'd knock on the door and they'd you know see on the list they'd say hi is uh, is is brayden there and brayden says yes what a typical volunteer would do is say hi uh, you know um candidate x is is running and he wants to improve our schools our education um you know great things like that you know can candidate x you know count count on your support uh the problem with that is that Braden doesn't have kids he you know went to uh a public a public charter school he you know in all honesty, he he doesn't care no, what you know. <laughs> I mean, uh, I I I love my my uh, my uh, alma mater. Go go dragons. My kids go charge. But um, but you know, so so what you're doing there is you're pushing the candidate's issue on the voter, and that doesn't necessarily go off really well. You know, Brain would probably say, "Oh, well, thanks. I don't really do much about education, so bye." Uh, so instead, what we do is we knock on the door and say, "Hi, um, 
Um, I'm a volunteer with Candidate X, and they asked me to knock on your door and see what issues you think are important um, in the district or in your community and what you want to see your city councilman, state representative, whatever do. And my brother loves the outdoors. He's always hiking, always in a soccer game, basketball game, anything outdoors, my brother's there. So he would say, well, you know, public lands is a big issue or, you know, this park, the grass is always terrible. And what our paid canvassers do is our paid canvassers know where our candidates stand on almost any issue that could potentially pop up. And so our paid canvasser says, oh, well, you know, candidate X um, has this plan to help improve our parks or, you know, this, you know, candidate X is running for the state house to keep our public lands in, you know, uh, you know, keep our public lands public. And so then that way we're making that connection with the voter um, and the candidate on their issue, on the voter's issue rather than the candidate's issue. So that's, that's kind of our canvassing method is deep canvassing. Takes a little bit longer, but it, what we have seen is we walk away um, with the voter saying, Yes, I'll support them, or a, a higher percentage more saying that. Too, do, right? you, yep. do you right. do you have yeah. information on the opponent, and say the opponent is against this? Uh, sometimes, yeah. You know, if if the opponent is really making, um, you know, one of those issues their staunch, um, you know, centerpiece, then yeah, you know, we'll we'll bring it up sometimes. But what we really try to push with our paid campers is push our candidate, not the other candidate. Right. You know, you don't want to spend a lot of time at the door talking about you know Steve Waldrop um, and so that's kind of what we're wanting to do is uh, talk more about our candidate and about their issues and then what I would advise candidates to do if they're not knocking doors is you know our paid campuses we're getting all this data undecided you know strong support or you know they're supporting your opponent then we have the candidates sit down and they call all those undecideds so then within a few days from getting a door knock from our paid canvasser, they're getting a personal phone call from the candidate saying, hey, you know, I know, you know, I heard so-and-so knocked on your door and, uh, you know, you had some questions about public lands. You know, is there anything I can do to help sway your vote or, you know, give you a little bit more information about me? Yeah, so it makes following up better. Yeah, you've yeah. got some kind of clear reason to follow up right yeah because yeah. that, that's not me not... coming around again like why are you here again we've already had a conversation like no no no, no. we're following up now on yeah this thing yeah no, that's interesting yeah that's really good no i think that's very in-depth um do you have data so i'm in house eight okay east side up 21st nice and i feel like everybody in my area not everybody i feel like 70 percent of my area would vote blue if they voted right I'm, this is my opinion uh -huh. from the people I talk to, walking my community, running into everybody. You know what I mean? Flipping people off. <laughs> That's how Shane does it. I mean, they're just walking the dogs. They're walking. No, yeah, they're walking dogs. I mean, they're tree huggers. You know, they're they love the environment. They love their land. They move up there so they can have the trails. Mm -hmm. But do you think they don't vote? I don't think they vote. And that's where I was. I'm a little shocked that you're not registering new voters. You know, in, in that district, I would say it would be a waste of time mostly because, I mean, you're right, where you live, that is one of the, so your Ogden Precinct 23 or 24 is 24. probably 
the one you're at. So that hey, is he knew what precinct he lives in, dude. The kingmaker. <laughs> so, so those. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know the precinct is. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> those are some of the bluest precincts uh, in the district. But in in House District Eight, it it leans more Democrat than Republican. The problem we've had, uh, you know, and and John knows this too. You know, every cycle when we would do candidate uh, candidate recruitment, we would show them the numbers. We'd say you can win this, and you know, we would talk to Democrats that you know own small businesses are well known in the community they're like yeah no i can absolutely do this and then they ask you know who uh, uh who the state rep is and we say well it's it's gage, gage. brower yeah and it, instantly no sorry gage oh, and i like serve gage. on boards we've been friends he you know coached my kids hockey team oh, and like, yeah. so i i mean you know john how how many people did we you oh. know get turned down from simply because Gage Frower, or they say, you know, I think he's, you know, moderate enough. He pushed that uh, medical marijuana bill yep. in the house. No, I don't want to do it. And so, yep. you know, and I think it's, you know, and I think Steve Waldrop kind of proves my point because if you if you look at his voting record, he is voting very moderate. He he probably has voted more with uh, Democrat Representative Lou Shirtliff than he has voted with. Uh, you know, Cal Musselman, who is uh, who's a lot more conservative in, in his votes. You know what? Good for him. I heard people say that Waldrop was a good guy. And I always just think once they go to the legislature, they're going to turn into shitbag Republicans anyways. But so good for him. <laughs> <laughs> but they kind of, yeah. um, a lot of them do. Yeah. Not Steve Waldrop yeah. so, yet. So are you, are you, um, this is your, how many years have you been doing this? Uh, M3 opened up August of 2017, and we got right into the municipals. But you ran Luis's campaign before that. You ran Peter's campaign yeah, before so, that. Yeah, so basically, I've been involved in politics since 2012. Uh, I was right out of high school. Uh, a, a candidate, Chris Wynn, who is the Democrat running in my Man, state Chris. house, um, I asked for a yard sign, and you know, Chris knocked on my door, and, you know, uh, and he asked for Oscar. I said, oh, well, I'm Oscar. He said, "Oh, I was expecting like your dad or something <laughs> who who wanted this this yard sign." And I'm like, "A guy with no. a beard. You wanted a guy with yeah. a beard." I'm like, "No, no, that's, you know, that's me. Yeah, just place it with the other signs, the D Smith for attorney general, Peter Cook for governor." And he said, "Huh. Well, I mean, it seems like you're really involved, you know, in in politics, you know, do you want to be I can't remember the title he gave me, but it made me feel really cool yeah. and basically it was yeah. just a pay an unpaid gig to put up yard signs mm-hmm. and knock doors can i pay you um, in a title yeah and, and so i mean chris rich man yeah rich man chris spoke to me for five minutes and he knew i had a big ego so he's like i just need to offer this guy a title yeah. and he'll and, and he'll do whatever um and so since then yeah i uh you know, I helped Chris in that race shortly after Peter Clemens asked me to be an intern on his uh, congressional campaign. I went from intern to finance assistant uh, to delegate uh, whip counter. Uh, there it is. There uh, it is. Deputy campaign manager to eventually campaign manager. And then when Peter lost at convention, um, the state Democratic Party actually reached out to me and said, hey, you did a really good job on Peter's race. Would you want to come on board to be the executive director to the Young Democrats of Utah? 
And so I did that for um, the rest of the 2014 cycle, and we got Brad King elected um, outside. He was the only Democrat elected outside of Salt Lake County. He represented Carbon. You went to Duchesne, more of the uh, rural counties. And then I ran. Union out there, right? Um, yeah, it's not as strong as it used to be, but yeah. Um, and then I, um, and then I worked on Luisa's 2015, uh, city council race and then got, uh, then the state party came to me again in 2016 and asked if I would, um, run their field program in Northern Utah and try to pick up some seats for them in Weber and, uh, Wasatch County. And then, um, and I had served as the executive director for the county party as well from 2013. Was that it? No. 2013 to 20 to 2017. And um, after uh, August of 2017, 2014. Because we came in after candidate recruitment. I came in after candidate recruitment. Me and Peter did. Okay. So 2014 to, to 2017, I served as the executive director to the Weber County Democrats. Yeah. So what's the plan? Who are you working with now? Yeah. And oh, yeah. what what talk is your about, plan? Talk about Weber County. Forward. Are you doing Weber County? Are you doing like Davis County at all, or Box uh, County? Any other counties? No, because I mean Davis County has no soul. There's no, there's no reason. <laughs> I mean we. Uh, yeah, you. We've Davis we, and Summit. Yeah, we've we've done a few things with M3 strategies. Uh, so. The big thing that Republicans use us for uh, was to uh, was to collect signatures. You know, now Utah has the dual path; you can collect signatures or go stuff. through the caucus convention system. So, yeah, the Republicans um, we've collected signatures for Republicans down in Utah County, uh, Davis County, Weber County, um, and then uh, I don't think Morgan. Um, and then uh, we're, I would let's say we're in conversations with uh, people who are looking to run for Congressional District 1 and uh, Governor of Utah for next year to collect signatures for them. And also, uh, so yeah, the Morgan County, we did do uh, better boundaries. So that mm-hmm. was Prop 4, the, uh, the redistricting ballot initiative. We did uh, do quite a bit of work. Uh, we partnered up with another signature gathering group that needed a uh, needed a little bit more help. So we also got involved in that too. Nice. Yeah. Question. Well, I just oh, Weber, Weber County forward. So, so yeah. talk about, I mean, that's been going on for like a year or and a half, maybe two years. So just kind of coming up on two years. Yeah. So how so, did that get started? Yeah. Like, what is it? Like maybe give us some context. Like what is Weber County forward? How to get started and bring us up to speed. Yeah, so Weber County Forward was something that started uh, shortly after I left uh, my post as executive director to the county party. I uh, I started thinking, you know, Weber County right now has a three-member uh, commission, and commissioners do the legislative and the executive powers of, of the county, and... So I just started looking at the process of how we could potentially go from that to a mayor council form like what Salt Lake has, what, you know, maybe a council manager form like what Cash and Morgan have. Um, And so I started looking at that, started asking, you know, sitting down with 
you know, the elections office people started sitting down with donors saying, hey, this is a project I want to do. I might need some money. You know, would you be willing to fund this? You know, sitting down with the elections office saying, okay, you know, according to state code, what exactly needs to happen? And word eventually kind of got around. Um, and I got a text from North Ogden Mayor uh, Brent Taylor asking me uh, if we could meet up. And he kind of implied that it was about what I'm trying to do at the county level. And I thought, wow, here's a Republican wanting to stop me from changing the form of county government. They got whiffed that a Democrat is trying to do this. And, you know, the ball's on this guy. <laughs> and so, I, you know, I spend the night before just studying up on, well, Democrats get 35 to 40 percent. Uh, you know, in countywide races and we're represented with 0% of elected officials that we have a larger, uh, a larger Hispanic base growing here. You know, our, uh, voting, our voting demographics are becoming younger, not older. And so I, I'm getting ready to have this, you know, showdown with Brent Taylor. And so we sit down and, you know, I just give him a stack of papers and I'm like, read this, because this shows why Democrats should have a seat at the table. And he says, I absolutely, I 100% agree with you. Democrats do need a seat at the table, you know, and I, my opinion is that the commission system is not a representative system. And so while you've been doing this, I've kind of been doing it as well, working my Republican connections and you've been working your Democrat, uh, you know, sources. So, you know, in DC, the parties just aren't working together. They, you know, even on issues they should come together on, they just won't because they can't even imagine working with the other side. And that's wrong. And, you know, I'm, well, you in... gain nothing out of it. Yeah. Right. If you do vote with a Dem, it's on Fox news or it's on CNN and it's right. negative for you. Or the local party is going to try and primary you because you're not conservative enough right. because of how gerrymandered the map is. Well, there's, there's, no, there's no reason to work together right now. Well, exactly. then the truth is also, even if you're a Republican on that commission and you want to try to do something, the other two guys can just outnumber you at any time. Like, yeah. It makes it harder to act as a Republican who wants to do something maybe a little bit different. Yeah. You have a partner in crime. Yeah. Otherwise, it won't, it won't fly. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, so he, um, so, so he said, you know, I'm an elected, I'm an elected Republican. Um, and you are, you know, kind of the leader of the Democrats here in the County. So what if I brought my, my Republican friends on this and you brought your Democrat friends on this? And what if we had a bipartisan group? working to study the form of county government to see if there's not a better form that would uh, better represent the county. And I was blown away by it. And I said, yeah, I think that would be fantastic. And so uh, Weber County Ford was created. We had a nice press conference. I think it was about October or maybe even uh, September of uh, 2017. And we were, you know, off and going. We and what we have to do, it's a very bureaucratic system to change the form of county government. But basically what you have to do is you have to get on the ballot a question that says, do you want a study committee created to look at potentially changing the form of county government? If the voters say, you know, if the voters vote no, then it's dead and, 
you know, everybody walks away. If they vote yes, then a study committee is created and the study committee pulls all this information together. They look at other counties, what worked, what didn't. And then they would come back to the county commission with a recommendation saying, okay, you know, for example, we think it needs to be a mayor council form. The commissioners can say, nope, we don't agree with that. And then the citizen group has to go and collect another round of signatures for that um, and enforce it on the ballot. Or the commissioners could say, yep, you know, we're fine putting it on the ballot and it's on the ballot. And so the second ballot question would be, you know, do you want to go from a three member commission to, you know, a mayor council form? And the voters can vote yes or no. Um, and so we, you know, started collecting signatures for it. And uh, in end of 2017, and it was a long, uh, you know, kind of slugfest with the commissioners for a while. But we finally were able to get the commissioners to put it on the ballot, put the study question on the ballot for 2019. So if the voters approve the study question... Then it's a panel of citizens who study? Yeah, so so there's actual requirements of who could be on the study committee. So so if the study question passes, what it is is the um, commissioners get to put someone on what's called the recommend on the uh, um, I, I'm blanking on the name, but it's a certain council. So the commissioners oh, sorry, get to it's like the study committee. Mm -mm, nope. So they put uh, someone on this council, the elected legislative officers. So all the state senators and all the state representatives whose districts cover Weber County mm. also put up someone on this council, and then, uh, and then those two groups together have to agree on a third person to put on this council, and that council selects the study committee. And that study committee uh, has to be made up of people who live in the county, who are not elected officials, and who either them or their spouse are not employed by Weber County. Hmm. And then. So one person chosen by the council, one person chosen by the legislators, and one person chosen by both of them mm -hmm. go choose the study committee. Yep. Right. So one body of 100% Republicans, and then one body of 90% Republicans, yeah. uh, and then one body of 95% Republicans. Those are the ones who are going to choose. And and I guess the... Uh, yeah. Okay. I was just clarifying that. Yeah. And, <laughs> 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 so we're clear. I feel like it's not going to happen. Well, and, and, that's, mean, and, and I mean, that's the purpose. What you, what you just said right there is maybe it's way over my head, but that's a hell of a lot of work. It it but has been a The huge work wasn't effort. getting the, the county commission to support it. And then that kind of has helped to solidify the fact that the study committee is at least going to happen, right? Yeah. You know, the, the county commission at first really were, uh, were against it. There was another group that said that that came out uh, against our group and saying, well, we don't trust this group. They've got, you know, their own plan. They've got their own, you know, agenda. So so we don't like them. Um, and so it, it, I mean, 2018 was rough. It was us having to go back and forth, back and forth. And that's how I've, 
you know, earned, you know, a good reputation with some Republicans and how I've earned a really bad reputation with some, uh, some of them, but, um, you know, and our purpose with Weber County and forward, some Democrats. don't forget that. And, and some Democrats. Yeah. I, I had some Democrats that were pretty upset that I was working with the other side and I had to remind them that they live in a County that is, um, you know, those are your elected officials, 100% elected, uh, you know, Republicans. Yeah. But, you know, and that's what Weber County Ford wants to do is we are a citizen group that is going to, you know, put a spotlight on that process, you know. So a lot of times, you know, elected officials can kind of get away with doing some backdoor deals. That's not the case with uh, Weber County Ford. I mean, we've got uh, we've got former county commissioners on our uh, board. We've um, every single mayor in the county is support. Uh, they support this uh, study group coming together. And so, you know, and my, my co-chair, you know, uh, Brent was the founding member. He was, uh, he was a co-chair. I was a co-chair when Brent, uh, died, uh, Jan Zogmeister, a former, uh, former Weaver County commissioner, um, took Brent's spot as the co-chair. Um, so, um, I, I could see how some people could think that this is a very, you know, uh, big process that. Some elected officials can just kind of squeeze their own people in, but the point of Weaver County Ford is to make sure that it's a citizen-driven process and not an elected official-driven process. Yeah. So, Kingmaker, once that happens, right? <laughs> yeah, I know you love that. I know he loves it. Dude, look at his face. Dude, he hates it so much. He hates it. Um, once that happens, right? So, the commission does its work. Uh, mm -hmm. They have the, the recommendation. Like trademark. 2020, the, the question, you know, will you support, you know, this change to county government gets on the ballot. Mm -hmm. It's an up or down vote. If it passes, then what? So that is something that the study committee also has to look at is what is the time frame? I mean, this isn't something that's going to take 10 years, but, you know, it's also something that probably couldn't happen in six months because if the study if the study committee comes out with a recommendation of, yeah, we need to change the form of county government. Okay. Well now you're, you know, having to see, okay, what is separated? Is it, you know, an elected mayor? And if so, that means you've got a salary there plus, you know, mm -hmm. health benefits. How is it going to, you know, in what years are they going to be elected? Is it presidential years? Is it midterms? Then you've also got a council. Well, is the council, you know, um, all elected at large, like Morgan County, are they all elected in specific districts, districts? Yeah. or is it a mix like Salt Lake County? They have three at large, four districts like the Ogden city council, you know, and that's, you know, so it's, it's going to be a process. Um, but that is something the study committee would come out with. Mm. Okay. Uh, but if, if a new form, uh, were to be r recommended, I would say the earliest we would see it would be 2022 um, because you cannot elect those people in uh, in a municipal year. So it, we couldn't even elect them even just to start off yeah, so not in, even in, in 2021. Election. No, it couldn't be a special election. Okay. So. And we were sort of talking before this about like how could we have a call to action on this? And I think obviously the first one is that it's going to be on your ballot and we, we encourage you to question. go out there and support the study question. But I think another thing to mention is that if it's going to be your county commissioners who are choosing who's on the, the first committee, who's going to choose the, the study committee, and if it's going to be your state legislators who are going to choose that, 
get out there and tell those people that you want to see some fairness in this process, that you want to see the people on the committee be people who are going to create a committee that supports diversity, that supports, you know, uh, well, and what I was going to say is really what I think would be best here. And I, I mean, Oscar and I have talked about this, but what I think makes sense for the county is you don't want large at large uh, at large seats because that's, that's how you end up right now. Yeah, that's right. what we have now. Yeah, large seats. But you could split that up into something like our legislative districts where, you know, maybe Ogden has a representative, or, maybe or two or three. Right. It's, it's yeah, the maybe the east the side of Ogden has one, central Ogden has one, one for south Ogden, one for north. You know, split it up so that each area has a representative for them. Um, uh, so that's that's what I think would be best for the county. And so I would say... Yeah. At least study up on this and let your let your elected representatives know what you want to see in this process. Don't let them just control it. Yeah, and you know it uh, it is it isn't um, it isn't required, but it is recommended that the study committee has a few town halls hmm. um, when they're coming up with this type of stuff, and that is what uh, what Weber County Forward is currently working on is we're currently working on getting all the data and research that the study committee could use. We're partnering up with the uh, Weber State Walker Institute. That's the uh, political science department. Uh, that's nonpartisan. Weber County Forward is a bipartisan group. And we are working together to provide independent data that we can give the study committee that's not tilted towards one party or the other or tilted towards you know, keeping our uh, form of government the same versus going to possibly a mayor council form. Um, and we are ha we're, uh, planning on having town halls and forums um, in the fall leading up to the election to help kind of educate the voters and give them an opportunity to, uh, you know, sit down with us at a public library and ask us questions about the process. Because uh, we don't have really an opposition group yet. Um, but, you know, that's not to say one might not come up. Shane, uh, you want to start that? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an opportunity for one of our listeners. I mean, you know. Ooh, can, can, <laughs> can you take down the kingmaker? <laughs> yeah. Well, I bet you can't. <laughs> but you can't. Sounds like an opportunity for one of our listeners. There's uh, so you're out there and you're interested in opposing this whole ruining thing. what Oscar's trying to do. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it because but I want to see this happen. Now and now I know the real reason you guys brought me on. <laughs> yeah. just, just for me to lay out my whole strategy so you can Screw tell you. your yeah, viewers. Yeah. yeah, where do you, you see yourself in five up. years? Yeah. Huh? Where do you see yourself in five years? Uh hopefully still here in Ogden, just involved. I'm Making kings, Not, yes. Yeah. Making kings. Let's we'll we'll start with how making shop down on Twenty Fifth Street. Well, yeah. I feel like you're gonna find a nice place in Davis County. Oh, <laughs> is, 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 is there kidding me? Is there such a thing a nice place in Davis County? Oh, I mean, <laughs> you know my 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 brother my brother's getting married in May, and you know he's moving in with his fiance that lives in Syracuse, and. He writes. Yeah, he writes place. all the time about Davis County. He says, "I don't know what it is about the border where like Davis County is just sunset." I think you're the first person to ever say that. To yeah. recommend <laughs> that someone should come to Clinton and Sunset. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what you get. Hey. It's, it's definitely the rub. It's that Weber County rub. <laughs> yeah, because we're right there next to Roy. 
gets that hint of Weaver. Which is a great place. Yeah, Roy yeah. is a fantastic place. Roy and, and Clinton. We share a Winco, for God's sake. <laughs> All right, so here's my other. And Ali's Pizza. I'll say that. And yeah, you guys Ali's, Ali's Pizza. And we have Laser Zone. F off, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Ali's Pizza's closing the doors, though. Oh, what? Yeah, they're widening 1800. Oh. 1800's going to have their own off ramp right there. And they're not going to. They're going to widen the road, and Ali. And they're not going to. I heard it. Ali's just going to shut the doors. That sucks because that bacon pizza they have. Mm. Their pizza rolls. I went to Sunset I, Junior. So their yeah, pizza he's, rolls and way Coke. cool, though. Oh. He's just like, yeah, I don't need this anymore. I don't need this racket. So pizza roll. There's basically no reason to go to Davis County now. <laughs> oh, wait. Lasers. 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 Oh, Lasers. All right. Lasers. Kobe? Is, the, is, the, is, the, is the new, the new thing. Okay. So uh, I was going to ask you, is there anybody uh, who is a firm candidate right now who you can throw a plug out for in any races? Um, oh, is this for municipal, you're asking? Well, for most. Anything. that's where most of the firm ones are. But there could be... Another race? Is that enough? Yeah, I suppose. Um, you know, I can say. Hopefully, they're not too upset that uh, Councilman Luis Lopez for Ogden City and Ben Nadolski, who's uh, Ogden City, they are running again. Good. Um, the shouldn't be mad. You're saying they're running again. They should no, be happy I mean, to they, get the word out. You know, uh, Angel Castillo is planning on running against uh, incumbent Mayor Mike Caldwell. And in Ogden City. Yeah, mm. Ogden City. Uh, big question mark is whether uh, Councilman Hire, who's also in Ogden City, will run. Um, if he does, I don't know who will run against him. There's a few people that are interested if he doesn't. Yeah, if he doesn't, um, that'll probably get a little crowded, right? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, obviously North Ogden. Um, you know, North Ogden mayor's race is going to be interesting because the uh, person who was appointed again to yeah, serve out the rest. Not... Yeah, he's not running again. Right. Um, no. Yeah, John Miles. There you go, John, John Miles. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I hear that job is like super laid back. You know, all that gondola stuff and that oh, thing. Yeah. You know, that's all set up. Right? This right. city is nothing but harmony. Yeah. Um, and big hotels. Yeah, and for some reason we're building another Starbucks. Whatever. Are they? We have a Smith's with a Starbucks yeah, with one. a beans and brew out front, and they're also putting a Starbucks out front. You can't get enough coffee. I can get enough I Starbucks. I mean, if you're leaning, so driving out it's starting to lean blue if there's that many coffee shops. Yeah. North North Ogden is is they're losing their like Mormon label with oh, all these. I thought you were gonna say small town appeal because that's what everybody here oh, says no, every day. I say Mormon label. All uh, these coffee shops. Yeah. I mean, there's families that have to pass that on their way to church. <laughs> I do, I do. So do I. Don't feel. I bad. feel like that Maverick is the Mormon Starbucks. Whatever. <laughs> mixing up their cokes with Slurpees. Oh, they have. <laughs> oh, I, I know that is the busy place after church. Like I, I have to give it an hour before I can go yeah. there. I was gonna say, well, fizz. Oh, fizz. Yeah. Yeah. That, that or fizz. Yeah. That's the place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they got some things going. Yep. You know, it's been, um, yeah, it's been good. We were counting forward. We're on the move. Yeah. So if they, if the, our audience wants to find more information on that, uh, not that you didn't already explain everything. Yeah. Now, but Is there an M3.com? Let's say uh, M3 Facebook. Uh, well, Facebook well, so M3, yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's M3victory.com. We, we've got an ego and, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> M3 Victory. 
Victor is that business. Um, <laughs> right. And yeah, then, anybody out there who's thinking about running, because all the time I would get approached as county party chair, just like, what do I do if I want to run for office? What you should do is talk to Oscar, because he will tell you straight up all the really hard, annoying work you're going to have to do. You can decide yeah. if you want to do it. We have a, 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 a nice segment that we've labeled ATM. Pinkies Up and Thumbs Down. Pinkies Up, Thumbs Down. Pinkies show up, show thumbs us how, down. Shane. How's Pinkies Up, Thumbs Down? Pinkies Up, Thumbs, thumbs down. down. Whoa. That's good. Oh, that's good. Very good. Uh, first Pinky Up. Pinky Up. Pinky Up for you, Kobe. It's to you. Yeah. You can switch that camera around. Oh, man, I don't want it. Lady, Lady Wildcats. Here, I'll just give it to you. There we go. Yeah, so, so my thing is like, I don't feel like, especially if, uh, women's college sports don't get a lot of support, right? Like, you go, you go to some place, you go to a school like Weber State. You know, you if you were to go to the D for a women's basketball game, like almost no one is there, and you know they're working on some things and like they're gonna get better. But the softball team is phenomenal at Weber State. Like we've beat Utah twice this year in softball. Like they're they're great. Uh, they just won. So my 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 uh, my pinkies up on for this for this week is uh, shout out to the Lady Wildcats who won the Big Sky regular season title for the fourth year in a row. Now they don't get to host the the conference title again in Ogden this year. It'll be in Sacramento, but just wanted to give a shout out to the to the Lady Wildcats for continuing to be excellent and providing a high standard of softball here in Ogden. Nice job, ladies. Yeah, the Lady Wildcats. Yeah. I've got a thumbs down. I wrote a story last week in the Standard about uh, 1,200 cameras in downtown Ogden. And you know what? It said that crime is down 20%. And I think that's a great thing. I'm all for that. But I am not all for 1,200 cameras downtown that the police can watch me on. So I just like, you know what? It said, it also said that they implemented police foot patrols up and down 25th Street. And they were also talking about what a great improvement that has been to the crime rate so i say ogden city more police foot patrols less cameras community policing right okay community policing without you know invading on my uh, i don't want people watching me chew while i'm eating inside of angry goat (laughs) (laughs) sometimes i scratch my butt when i don't think somebody's looking like like a goat like a, a batman in the dark knight yeah right Right. Oh. That was wrong. Right. Oh, was that was that the bad? Oh, that was bad. Oh. That was a cleverly designed plot device to make you okay with a surveillance yeah. state. <laughs> oh my God! They're yeah. using the movies. They are to get to us. Thanks a lot, Big Brother Ogden. <laughs> I got a real quick thumbs down. Um, this is the second Sunday in a row that we are recording during Game of Thrones. Oh, <laughs> and I hate you guys for it. Come on. <laughs> you know what? It's your fault for watching it with your wife. You should watch it alone in a dark room like the rest of us do. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what you do? Oh, man, that's sad. I watch it on my phone. Oh, yeah, my wife's at home waiting for me right now to watch it. Yeah. And I'm here with you bastards. <laughs> man, choice. we really twist Shane's arm to show up, though. <laughs> we really do. Look at this guy. We, we really do. I don't have it. Th- Nothing. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Right. Kingmaker, pinkies up or thumbs down to anything? Um, uh, pinkies up to the Weber County Democrats and them pulling off a good Orton and McKay and Weber County Convention. It's Good point. This was probably my last one involved uh, in some capacity, but Zach Thomas, the new uh, leader of the county party, is 
kind of taken that on and he did a really really good job and you know john and i both know how hard it is to pull that off and so yeah kudos to the weber county democrats yeah great job cool well if uh any of our listeners have any pinkies up and thumbs down for the week you should hashtag that pinkies up thumbs down for us i could kind of have the lagoon lagoon is a thumbs down i took my phone on the cannibal today what? Yeah. Are you aren't you not supposed <laughs> to do that? Yeah. There's big signs that say don't do that. Yeah. And I freaking did it. And is that the one that dangles you over the water? Yeah. Fountain yeah. thing. Did yeah. you see it fall? No, no, so, no. No, actually, I didn't see it fall. But when I got off of the roller coaster, there was a group of people. They were huddled together, and I was a little worried. They were crying. A little concerned because they were like, "Oh my god!" Because they heard me talking to my kids about, "Oh yeah, I had my phone in my pocket." And it flew out, and they were like, "You were the guy with the phone? Was that your phone?" And like, "You cool dick! You almost killed someone!" It flew Get out him. this way. We watched it like, Phew. and it was like, hit a three-year-old girl in the head. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody lost an eye, <laughs> and they were they gave it back to the ride operator, and that's when I was like, "Oh my gosh, I've got to sign like some liability. I I killed somebody, or they're gonna like." Take my lagoon pass away or something. Skulls fractured. No, it was like some. Took out a knee. It was like some Kingslayer kid that was there. The kid grow no hair, facial hair. Oh, so oh, it did. It did his yeah, I was wondering what that was. Hey. Oh, he was so proud of his facial hair. Uh, no, they were. They didn't say anything about it, but I had to go get a new phone. So, two hundred dollars later, brand new. $200 later, you're going to read the sign. Uh, I'm going to read the stupid sign. So oh, thumbs yeah. down. I guess that's a thumb down for me. Anyway. Thumbs down for dad. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. That, should, that should be a segment. Audience, if you have... Hashtag John get an iPhone is what we should do. For real. Yeah. For real, John. Just get one. If yeah. any listener wants to buy John reason. an iPhone. Yeah. We'll spot... Yeah. What's, what, give me a good reason to have an iPhone. Airdrop. We can't FaceTime. Airdrop. FaceTime. Yeah. Yeah. When we oh tried my God. You guys could. Like... <laughs> yeah, nothing. You don't, yeah, nothing. You don't have yeah, email. Nothing. What do you need to airdrop for me? We yeah. FaceTime all the time when you're not around. Yeah. Good. I mean, good. Like, you we guys like should to get you included. But... Talk more without me. <laughs> <laughs> we see each other a lot. On Apple Music is pretty good. I like Apple that's, Music. That's where I give Shane his, uh, his, his daily summary of all the texts. <laughs> yeah, so far everything you guys have said is something that I can get elsewhere. Yeah, but we would like you for to lower get it quality. On. Yeah, for lower quality. Yeah, because no. lower. We don't see Andrew has not. I'm with John. No, no, dude, come on. Real, real professionals have. Android. You're not Real going professionals to make your own apps. Require you don't the versatility. Fucking, I don't need to oh my because God, I have I just, open source guy. apps available to me. I have communities of people developing them for me. Of varying qualities. Oh, yeah, that's right. right there. No, yeah, you just live trash, in your trash. homogenized world where they tell you which app is best for you. I'll yeah. be over here exploring, my, my, my friends. My, um, yeah, my homogenized world where everything is a, of a decent quality and I don't have to deal with all the trash, yeah. all, all the riffraff. Right. Look at this you digital also, look at this $2,000 phone I have. Look at this shitty ass app. That you know what? Like, every <laughs> time, yeah, get that out of here. Every dude. time a new doing? iPhone comes out, then everyone's like freaking out about some camera feature that my Android has had for five years. Five years. 
five years. Yes. You know what? You know what? The Apple. And you guys still don't have the iPhone. You know, you're right. They still have yet to perfect how it blows up in your pocket. Is that without a feature, or is that like a developmental bonus? Things that all Androids are made by the same company. Another point about Android is we're not all made by one overlord. <laughs> we got Disney. We got Apple, Apple. apparently. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. Microsoft. Oh, who, who, runs, who runs Android? You know what, though? When I have a Microsoft computer, they're not the people making all my software still. Mm. Mm. Interesting. They're just exploiting them. Good. Good Everyone's job. exploiting everyone. Have you, have, have you ever had an iPhone, John? <laughs> have you ever had an iPhone? No, they're garbage. Never, never. <laughs> I said the same thing. I was the only one in my family. I got one. I love it. Oh, <laughs> it's amazing. Converted. Convert. I, I had all the galaxies, and I got an iPhone. I was like, yeah, this is a shit. I should have done this a long time no, ago. It's true. No, I got an iPad, and it's like, big fucking deal. <laughs> <laughs> you did get an iPad at least, though. Yeah, it's dumb. Well, it's that's real Because <laughs> that's what you made our uh, theme song on. Oh, wait. Is you that made what you made? Oh, that, my God. That's true. Oh, that's the first good point you made. The there you go. Right there. Done. Yeah, right there. Like Apple product. Somebody yeah, should have said a while ago when I said, why Thank should I buy you. an iPhone? GarageBand is the only answer. <laughs> you won't get viruses when you're watching your porn on the iPad. <laughs> <laughs> There's another one. Hey. You got anything else? Viruses. <laughs> Are just a way to quickly send porn right to your screen. <laughs> what is that, dude? What is that? <laughs> Somebody's doing me a favor. You know those pop-ups. Okay. That's where I gotta cut it. We got to <laughs> <laughs> you can find us Great if, you, if you have any um, if you have any complaints about today's <laughs> you can reach us at junctioncitypodcast at gmail.com. Uh Go to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, like us, follow us, share our page. Review uh, us. Yeah. Review us, yes. That's yeah, a big review, review us on well. iTunes, five Spotify. stars, five stars. Yeah. yeah. And if you hate us, punch yourself in your fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give yourself a punch and then Seriously. Uh, smash that like button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, five stars if you hate us. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one thing I do want to do, I want to give a shout out. There are three really cool events happening this week. So if you have the time, please come out uh, on Friday. This will be May 3rd. Uh, we're going to have Infamous Ogden on the menu. That's uh, the Stewart Library Special Collection. So Sarah Sarah Singh up there, she's excellent. Local historian, knows a lot about what's going on. Stewart Library is at Weber State. Yep, at, at Weber State. So Sarah's going to be on the roof of Alleged at 7 p.m. on May the 3rd. She's going to be telling stories about the railroad, talking about Ogden history. So it's really cool. Grab a drink. Listen to that Sarah talk about awesome. that. It, it oh, is actually really cool. Yeah. She started out by telling stories about like brothels and because because the building that Alleged is in used to be a brothel. There was like a big Shane, deal were with you, it. Were you there? <laughs> <laughs> were you there for the grand opening? I've heard some stories. Ask the owners about uh, what they found in the basement of that place. Shut up. Are you Alleged? Me? Yeah. Ooh, I'll talk yeah. to Jared about that. Okay. Oh, let's yeah. go. Okay. Uh, next next event will be on May fourth. That's Star Wars Day. So uh, we talked to Bruvies Ogden. It's over uh, where the movie girl used to be, uh, right, not, right, right by the junction. And uh, we're going to do revolutionary movies. And since it's Star Wars Day, what could be more revolutionary than bringing down the Empire? So Return of the Jedi on May the 4th at 1 p.m. that day. May the 4th be with you. Yeah, May the 4th be with you. And then finally, uh, May the 6th. So we talked a little bit about uh, some of the candidates running. 
Uh, there will be a community conversation with Angel Castillo, who's running for mayor. That'll be at Booked on 25th on Monday the 6th at 6 p.m. So if you want to go, check that out. Cool. Angel Castillo. Yeah. Thanks. Go tell, her, go tell her what you think. And remember, like we say every week, all politics is local.